Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today we're talking about a topic that we've really only touched on on this podcast. We're talking about referral marketing, creating a referral marketing program. We're going to touch on a little bit of influencer marketing as well and kind of how those uh, blend together and, and how they differ from affiliate marketing. And we're going to get tactical. We're going to be strategic as well. And so this should be a lot of fun. Hey, Brett Curry here. I've got an important question for you. Where will your next big idea come from? Where will your next big breakthrough come from? Or where will your next little tweak or little improvement come from? Have a suggestion. Check out our guides and resources at omgcommerce.com. Are you looking to enhance your YouTube ads game? We have two of the best YouTube ad resources that are completely free. Our YouTube ad examples and templates guide and our guide to getting authentic video customer testimonials. But it doesn't stop there. We also have guides on how to maximize sponsor brand video on Amazon and Amazon DSP and Google Shopping and a variety of other things. So get these free guides, give them to your team, even share them with your agency. Just take advantage of these resources and up your game. Let OMG Commerce help. And now, back to the show. My guest today is Mr. Arlen Robinson. He's the co-founder and COO of OSI Affiliate Software, which we'll hear about uh, a little more in a bit. He's also the host of the e-commerce marketing podcast, phenomenal podcast. I was a guest on that show not too long ago. And he, uh, he's been at it for a while. He's been I think he's pushing 200 episodes with that podcast, so you got to check it out. It's worth the listen. And with that, Arlen, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Brett, for that wonderful intro. I really appreciate it, and I am super excited to to be on today. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's get right to it. So, you know, the kind of three different topics we'll look at and kind of compare and contrast real quick, but... We got referral marketing, which we're going to talk about a decent amount today. Uh, affiliate marketing, which which you know uh, I'm seeing more and more people engaging in, or at least talking about influencer marketing. That's all the rage now, right? So, so from your perspective, Arlen, kind of what what are the differences? Where do they overlap? But but kind of talk about referral, affiliate, and influencer, and how they stack up. Gotcha, gotcha. That's an awesome question, and it's one that comes up quite a lot, as you can probably imagine. A lot of times, unfortunately, people tend to use all of those three different things kind of interchangeably. But <laughs> yes, exactly. They, they probably shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. There are three distinct things. And, you know, I'll definitely define the two. So if we start off at the top, which would be referral marketing, that's when any brand or business organization gets their existing customer base to refer others to the brand for an incentive. And typically their customers are going to be referring people that they know, friends, family, people in their and their small networks. And that's really what a referral program is. Usually with a referral program, the goal there is not only to get, of course, referrals, but the goal also is to help build your customer loyalty. And what's usually recommended by 
you know, just a general rule of thumb is when you have a referral program, the general type of incentive is going to be something that's going to drive the customer back to your particular site and your brand to purchase more. So usually a typical incentive for, for a referral program is going to be like a discount towards future purchases. So that's that's really what it is. And that's what's so this is the yeah, it totally makes sense. So this is the refer a friend program. You know, you, you can right. think of this has been around forever in marketing, right? Even back in the early days. I remember we we used mm-hmm. to have Dish Network way back in the day, and they would always mail us the refer a friend program, mm-hmm. you know, use use this coupon, you know, give it to a friend when they redeem it. They get right. 50 bucks off, you get 50 bucks off your next bill, so, you know, something like that. So, exactly. so the idea exactly. there, the idea there is not just to get a new customer for the referral. But you're also saying the idea is to get that existing customer to buy again, right? Yes, um, yeah, definitely. And that that example that you mentioned is is something that, of course, is still used today. You know, you probably have heard it, and I know the listeners have seen these as well, where it's the, let's say, give 10, earn 10, or give 50, earn 50, meaning that you're going to refer your friend, give them the discount of the $10 off, 10% off, whatever it is, and you're going to earn you know, typically an equivalent amount of the discount if you decide to purchase other items. So that that's really standard. Um, and, you know, that's what we usually see with the referral program. Uh, yeah, now, which is great because it does, it does make you want to buy again. And I think there's just something powerful about when you refer, when you tell a friend about something, it also kind of solidifies in your mind the value of that thing and the value of that brand, right? You're, you're telling people, you're referring people to this specific product or the specific brand. It almost in some ways enhances your loyalty because you're talking about it so much and you want to be consistent with what you're talking about. So I think there's some psychological benefits here too. Yeah, 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 definitely for sure. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it really just overall, not only are you going to be growing your customer base, customer base from people that, you would never have approached otherwise, but yeah, it, it just gets your brand awareness out there a lot more because you have all of these individual advocates promoting. Um, now, the next uh, kind of layer, or I guess the next option in this kind of whole um, word of mouth marketing paradigm, because I guess that's basically what all this comes under, would sure. be affiliate marketing, which you mentioned. Um, now, affiliate marketing is, is different, so that's why I mentioned it's, there's a distinct difference. And what the difference is, is with an affiliate program and affiliate marketing, you're getting people that are not your customers that may have never used your products or services at all to promote your brand for an incentive. And what they're going to be doing is promoting it to a network, their own network that they have access to, whether it's uh large community on the social networks, whether they have a community. They get an email the- list or something. They, they, they exactly. They've got a list they're, they're hitting. Exactly. Some type of list, some type of network they're going to um, promote it to. And of course, they're not doing it for the health. <laughs> they're doing it for an incentive as well. And usually with affiliates that are outside of your company, these are people that are not customers. The typical incentive is going to be cash. Cash is king when it Cash comes to is affiliate programs. Show me, show me the money. That is the motto of all affiliates for sure. They uh, affiliates. We we're talking about loyalty a minute ago. Affiliates typically are not loyal, right? Affiliates will go mm-hmm. to whoever, uh, whatever offer, whatever company they can get the highest payout on. That's typically yeah. the quest of successful affiliates. So no, no loyalty there. It's all business. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. Money. It really is, and that's why, like I said, it's typically. 
uh, cash commission is, is standard. Usually a percentage of an order total is what we usually see across most affiliate programs. Sometimes we'll do there's fixed amounts um, for the affiliate program. And, you know, it just, it just depends. But cash definitely is, is king, and that's what's the usual incentive. Um, and now kind of the next piece under this whole referral, um, excuse me, under this whole world word of mouth marketing kind of uh, paradigm is influencer marketing, which is, is fairly new um, under it. And it is, there's a, a slightly distinct difference, but these days, I, I tell I typically tell people that an influencer is really almost an affiliate of in, in today's world. Um, I'm not sure who initially coined the term influencer or coined that whole concept influencer marketing, but I think a lot of it really was birthed from the explosion of celebrities and celebrities doing endorsements. But you know, as long as we can remember, of course, celebrities have always endorsed brands and have been, you know, brand Absolutely. sponsors. Absolutely. You know, yeah. All, all, all the way from back in the day when, you know, we saw OJ running in the airport promoting uh, <laughs> her, her, her. It hurts, man. Wasn't it hurts? Yeah, yes, was, those are classic yeah, it was her, ads. Classic ads. And so, you know, he was a, a sponsor, brand advocate. So, you know, they've been around, that whole concept has been around for a long time. But these yep, yep. days. And I, I think some of the, and some of the differences just to chime in really quickly, you know, sometimes in the affiliate world, you've got people that are just really skilled at traffic, right? They're really good at going out and it's it's like traffic arbitrage, right? Where they'll go out, they'll run, they get really good at, at hitting different display networks or native ads and they can generate that traffic and send it to an offer. And they're just, they're better at cheap traffic, better at marketing than some of us. Some, some affiliates are really good at, at SEO. Um, but, you know, on the influencer side, it's more usually more about their personality, right? They've developed a exactly. following because of who they are and what they're interested in and what they're talking about. And people want to be right. like them. And then, of course, yeah. there's some crossover, too. But, but yeah, it's Ex interesting. To Ex exactly, exactly. And I think where this kind of really all began was not only through what you mentioned, through the explosion of social media and these celebrities or these, um, you know, people that had a huge following across it. A lot of it really started way back, uh, I don't know, this is probably early 2000s, uh, with Paris Hilton, actually. Um, I was actually, she has a documentary out, and I was watching it a, a couple months ago, and she actually mentioned it. She considers herself the first influencer. Interesting. Really. And yeah, <laughs> she, she really, she coined herself as being one of the first influencers. Kim Kardashian's like, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Yeah. Don't forget about me. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, when you think about it, Paris Hilton was one of the first. And basically what she did was leverage her audience to sell product um, yeah, across sure. all of her channels and that's social channels. And then after that, you then we saw a huge explosion of other celebrities, other notable people doing the same thing, you know, commanding large commissions from these major brands to promote product. And, you know, they were getting brands in front of a new audience, um, you know, people that are primarily on the internet, maybe they don't watch traditional uh, live television broadcasting. And so, you, you know, um, typically these days, most millennials will never watch uh, a broadcast show. Everything is, is either on demand or on the internet. And so in order to reach them, you got to do what you have to do. You, you got to tap into these influencers um, because they've formed a connection uh, with the audience. And that's really another thing that I think does differentiate an influencer from an affiliate is the relationship that they have with their network. Um, yeah. And, and one, just one quick thought there too, Arlen, which is really interesting. I think it just underscores the point that we all know, mm -hmm. but 
we were traveling recently for a basketball tournament and, and staying at a, at a hotel and, and uh, uh, my younger kids like five and, and four, you know, wanted to watch a show. Well, we turned on the TV and, and they, they literally had no concept of, Hey, you just watch whatever is on, like whatever's on this station. They're like throwing out requests. Well, I want to watch this or I want to watch that. We're like, well, guys, it's just what's here, right? You just have to pick like that, that, that concept is becoming more and more foreign. And I think it just shows the the trend that yeah, it's all on demand or, or YouTube yeah. or something like we're in control of yeah. our media consumption habits. And, and that's not mm-hmm. going to change. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, the thing that I was mentioning that, that separates the influencer from the affiliate is that, like they said, that relationship that they have with their audience, because people that follow these influencers, they almost feel like they get to know them or they're like um, uh, an extended member of their family because for sure, for these sure. influencers, you know, they spend so much time, you know, pulling people into their whole circle you know you you know what they eat for breakfast you know what types of clothes they wear you know where they live i mean you really you know know a lot about them and so you know about their family members and so because of that um exposure that they're putting themselves out there with the people that are following them are going to be more likely to you know trust any recommendation that they make, you know, so if they recommend a brand or say that they're using a particular brand, um, you know, their followers are going to say, wait, I, I need to use that. Uh, Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian is using it. It must be good. I need to get that. And so that's, that's really kind of where we are today. Yeah, got it. That, that's awesome. So we're going to get into the, some of the whys and the hows here in, in just a minute. Um, what, what do you recommend though, Arlen? Do you recommend that, you know, e-commerce companies consider kind of all three variations do you recommend starting in one or the other do do two of those pair really well together what what advice would you give there great question and i I always recommend starting off with the referral program because most customers most excuse me most companies you know you're going to have at least a few customers already under your belt unless you're just fresh out of the gate you know you have some customers there that have purchased from you had trusted you enough to buy from your brand and so I always recommend starting with the referral program. Once you get it launched, um, you know, con- communicate with them via your email list or, or through whatever channels of communication that you have with these customers and let them know, you know, we just launched this. This is what you can earn if you refer your friends. They can get this discount. And, um, you know, and then um they can get this discount and you'll get this incentive. And so definitely start from there. And then Yeah, I think it really makes that. sense. And, and what, what's interesting, just to, to kind of go into that just for a second, you know, if your product is good and what you're doing is solid, you're going to get referrals naturally anyway, right? It's going to happen organically. But the thing I love about referral marketing programs is anytime you're intentional about something, anytime you, you focus on something, Anytime you specifically ask for something, you're going to get more of it, right? So I think a lot of people just want to say, hey, I'm going to let this be organic. I'm going to let people refer as they see fit. That's great. But if you put a little emphasis on it, you're going to get more referrals, right? And anything you would add to that? Yeah, um, definitely. As far as really kind of what you put your emphasis on is really where you're going to, like you say, get the best results. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely good to get one of those areas down. That's why I recommend starting with the referral program. program. And then from there, you know, you, you kind of got your processes in place once that happens, because you're going to 
really understand what it's going to take for them to promote, what types of creatives you're going to need to provide them. Then you're going to understand the process of, okay, um, getting them the commission. How often am I going to pay that out? How is that going to work? Um, and it's always best to you know use your customers with that because you know you already have a relationship with them and they trust your brand. Um, and then from there, expose you know branch out. Start you know with the an affiliate program. Launch that um, because at that point, then you're, you've kind of had all of these initial processes and procedures in place and can then start approaching people that you've never you know talked to or approached before. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And so, you know, as you've been, and I know you work with companies all the time, helping design these programs and get them implemented and helping them track it with your software and stuff. But like what what kind of increases, what kind of lift are you seeing? Let's let's talk about the why a little bit. I mean, I know we spoke in general terms and I just referenced it a little bit there where anytime you focus on it, ask for more, you know, you're gonna get more referrals and more affiliate or influencer sales and whatnot. But can you can you speak to lift or give any Kind of quick examples before we get into the nuts and bolts. Yeah, you mean as far as any specifics of? Um, Just curious, like results, like like exactly. or like you you've seen. So someone, you know, once they implement a referral marketing program, hey, referrals go up 40 percent, or where we're seeing a ten percent lift in sales. Anything like that, that that comes to mind. And I know we may we may get into specifics later, and that's fine too. It's just we're just curious. Yeah, good question. And, and, you know, it's really a lot of it really is going to have to do with the not necessarily the niche that you're in or that particular industry that you're in. But I think a lot of it really is going to come down to really what you put into it um, and what you're making available to these actual advocates. Um, But typically, I think overall, what we typically see is. And what I've seen from speaking to customers of ours is once they've launched it, yeah, you know, 10 10 to 20% lift in overall sales on any given, you know, sales period or sales cycle, let's say on a monthly period is is really what I I always continually hear, um, you know, 10, between 10 and 20% increase in it. Um, You know, if they are starting out with just solely um, exposing it to their customer base and yeah, relying yeah. on the net, the networks that their customers have. Got it. So let's talk a little bit about, about structure here, maybe even incentives. Um, so how would you, how would you structure this? How would you advise your client to structure or, or where should they begin? Um, well, when you're putting everything together, um, as far as getting the structure in place, you know, the biggest question, of course, initially is going to be, all right, do I definitely need a, a software solution to manage all this or can I do this in-house? And so, although I've been, I've talked to many e-commerce brands that um, initially you know, kind of approach us as a company or I've just hear about, they say, yeah, you know, we've got a, a referral program in place saying, yeah, what we're really doing is we're just, we don't have really a system in place, but we just provide our customers with a, a promo code, a specific promo code that they can share with their friends. And we know that anytime that that promo code is used, we know that John Smith, our customer, John Smith is the one who referred it. So we got to give him a, you know, 10% discount on future purchases. So we'll just send that out to him, email that out to him. So, you know, essentially it can be as simple as that. Um, You know, if your brand is maybe just getting started and you don't necessarily 
um, want to don't necessarily know if this is something that you're going to maintain and your customer list is small. You can just start as simple as that. But um, what I do recommend is, you know, trying it out like that. Yeah, you can, you can do that, but that can get kind of complicated quickly, <laughs> depending on how many, uh, how much interest that you get actually from your customer base. It can be a little, it can become overwhelming in a short amount of time. If it really takes off um, and you've got a lot of your customers really responding well to it and saying, yeah, this is awesome. Um, and they start sending you referrals. Yeah. You're over time, you know, in a short amount of time, you're going to really need somebody on your team that's really dedicated to managing that. Um, so yeah, I would say you could do that, but I always definitely recommend using a, a referral marketing solution, you know, initially, especially because the price point to get started with in most cases is, is pretty affordable that I think um, can fit in, in the budget of any brand. So um, sure. I definitely recommend starting there and getting that, that in place. Um, as far as the structure is concerned, yeah, think about the software solution that you're going to use. But before even kind of launching anything, you want to think about initially that incentive. What is that incentive going to be? Uh, how often am I going to pay it out? Because um, that's very important um, as far as the incentive is concerned, because that's really, really, you know, when it comes down to it, that's going to be what is going to attract people to you know, getting off their butt and promoting your brand. Um, and so I, I did mention earlier about the referral incentive and how typically with the customer referral program, it's it's common that you're going to just give your customer a discount on future purchases or future sales. Um, but, you know, I know people that are listening are like, all right, you know, that sounds good. I can, you know, give 10 and they can earn 10% or, I can, you know, they can give 20, earn 20%. That sounds great. But, you know, how do I come up with those numbers? You know, a lot of people listening are probably like, you know, they'd be thinking that they may just be shooting in the dark guessing. But there actually is a rule of thumb for that. And what we typically recommend is that if your product costs more than $100, your typical or average product is more than $100, then a flat rate discount is more effective and it would sound more impressive, such as $30 off uh, purchase of future products. So, so a flat a flat dollar amount rather than a percentage exactly. off. In that yes, case. yes, exactly. If the products cost typically more than $100. However, if your product costs less than $100, you're in the smaller price point um, range of things, then a percentage discount in that case is going to sound a little bit more impressive, such as 15% off or 20% off. And so that's that's the typical rule of thumb that I recommend. And so once you kind of wrap your head around that and figure out what's going to be best for you, you get that referral incentive amount in place. Um, and then uh, secondly, then think about how are the, how is my customer going to promote? You know, where do they typically frequent themselves? So is it a particular social network? Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Is it LinkedIn? If so, what types of promotional creative materials do I need to provide them? So you need to think about that um, because when you open this up, you, you want to make it super easy for people to promote. You right. don't want people having to think about it, having to create their own graphics and to, to go through too many hoops. So you want to make sure everything is laid out for them and all they have to do is, is, is spread the word. And so those are the, yeah. the initial pieces that I think are are, are Totally, totally makes sense. And, and, you know, if, if you look at it, like we talked about before, if you got a great product and, and a cool brand, you're going to get some referrals anyway, right? And then 
if you just ask for referrals, if you just say, hey, we'd love to, we'd love to meet more people like you, right? Like you're our ideal customer. You could probably help somebody else by referring them. It helps us out too. This is great, right? Just asking, I think you get more. But then if you can incentivize it, like, hey, ask, you know, you get 10, you get give 10, get, get 10. So you're looking like a hero because you're sharing this with a friend and they're going to get a discount. You're going to get a discount too. And then on top of that, you're making it easy. You're facilitating and saying, hey, here, all you have to do is share this quick message. Here's a quick image, uh, something to put on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, just making that that process super simple. Um, what about, what do you recommend, Arlen, in terms of like, where do you promote this? So like, where do, where do you make your customers, where and how do you make your customers aware that when you want more referrals and hey, here's how to, you know, start start sending people our way? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that, that is probably the second most asked question, you know, when people first launch the referral program. So I'm definitely glad you asked that. Uh, and, you know, how do you find these people? How do you get them into your referral program or your referral marketing funnel? And the number one thing is right when you launch things, you got everything in place, you're getting ready to launch, alert all of your customers through your email list. That's number one, for, you know. Um, hopefully your, your brand has some type of list um, or program to facilitate your communication with the customers. So you definitely want to send out just a brief announcement saying that you've launched it and letting them know where they can opt in or sign up and just, you know, see what type of exposure that you get or response that you get to that. So that's number one. The second piece is going to be alerting all of your new customers about your referral program. And this is something that what we call is creating somewhat of a, a viral loop because, you know, of course, you already have an existing customer base. You can let them know about your program. You can do that through your mailing list. And then also, you know, secondly, on top of that, as far as your existing customer base, um, you can also put an announcement on your social media because, you know, a large part of your followers are going to be your current customers. So definitely do the alert on social media. But the next thing that you have to think about is all your new customers, people that have just signed up or are in the process of signing up, you want to alert them. And that can be done. And to create this viral loop, you can do that through your transaction emails. Um, believe it or not, the transaction emails are some of the most open emails out there. They have some of the highest open rates of any email out on the internet right now because when people order things, they're going to be checking those emails. They're going to be, you know, double checking. So this is your, this is your order confirmation email. This is your shipping confirmation email. This Correct. is maybe a follow-up after it's been shipped, things like that. Exactly, exactly. So people are checking those emails. And so what we recommend doing is not doing like a huge you know, big announcement in those emails, you've got to be very subtle because those emails have a, a strict purpose. And that's really to make sure people are aware of what they ordered. They see the price, they see the amount, and they can see the, you know, shipping time frame and all of that. All those details have to be prominent. But what you can do is just put a small announcement and a small link that you've got a referral program. If they opt in, they can earn, you know, 20% off on future purchases. Just something like that, um, because those emails are going to have a lot of eyes on them. And that is what we think of as being able to create a viral loop because you're consistently getting new customers and you're consistently exposing people to the program through those emails. And yep. those are really some of the biggest areas of getting uh, customers into your referral program. 
I like that viral loop. You're automating it. You're you're hitting people when they're paying attention and when it's ideal. And and you find that that that's the right time to ask as well. So I mean, obviously, people are opening those emails, order confirmation, shipping confirmation, things like that. Is that the best time to ask, or is it also good to ask a little while into the relationship, maybe after someone's used your product for a week or two or a month or two or something like that? Do you have any any recommendations there for when you ask for that referral, maybe after that initial purchase? Yeah, definitely. And I'm glad you asked that as well. Um, yeah, part of the viral loop also is going to be um, doing a follow-up to those people that either have initially opted into your program from those transaction emails um, or people that just, you know, didn't pay attention to it. Um, and that can be through your, your follow-up emails. Normally within a brand, you know, typically this, these days, after a certain amount of time, you're going to do one of those. You probably got your customers on one of those check-in campaigns where you're following up with them, checking out, you know, checking in with them to see, you know, they have any questions, they have any problems, things like that, just to really put a little tickle in their ear and stay in touch with them. And so in those emails, that's definitely a perfect email to do another follow-up, let them know that, you know, if they didn't take advantage of the, your affiliate program or your, your referral program, rather, they can, they can still opt in. Um, and then the other side of that is you can also do a, a whole separate campaign to people that have actually already opted into the referral program. But this is going to be something a little bit special where you're going to take a look at your, your the back end of your referral program, and you're going to look at some of those top affiliates and really see what they're doing. And what you can do is come up with just a, uh, a handcrafted email just to say, kind of a thanking them really for them becoming an advocate, thanking them for all the referrals, and then just showing them some brief stats in the email saying, you know, last month you did awesome. You referred 10 new customers to us. We see that you earned, you know, um, $500 worth of uh, product. And, you know, we so appreciate you. Um, you know, you can say next month we've got some specials coming down our pike. So we think you can even double that. Because, you know, things like that. So this is something very personalized where you're looking at what they did in the past, highlighting it with, some, you know, the stats in the email and encouraging them to do to do more in subsequent months. Yeah, I really like that. It kind of goes back to, you know, the 80-20 rule where, probably 80% of your results are going to come from 20% of your customers right. and probably right. 80% of your referrals are going to come from 20% of your, your customers. And so you can probably get more referrals if you treat that top 20% better. One, just mm -hmm. acknowledging them, right? Like you're talking about just saying, Hey, wow, thank you. You sent five people our way or 10 people our way or whatever, just was celebrating that and making them feel special. And, and then give them a heads up really kind of makes them feel like they're an insider, you know, part, part of your, your team or whatever. Um, and actually, that kind of leads me to another question. I'm, I'm curious, do you have any thoughts on what you name this, right? Because you don't want to call it your referral program, not, not necessarily anyway. I mean, I guess you could, but, you know, is it the friends and family program? I know my buddy has a Firestone who runs Boom, and Cindy Joseph. They have the ambassador program. Actually, that's a, that's a little, it's a little different, but, it, but it's got some similarities. So like, did you have any suggestions on names? So, like, these are VIPs. Any thoughts there? Yeah, you know, just like anything, and, and, and I'm glad that you brought up those those examples. Um, usually, I when I'm talking to businesses that are launching their own referral program, I, I don't spend a whole lot of time saying that they should, you know, focus so much on the name per se, because the bottom line is they they want to focus on 
really making sure they, they come up with the right incentive. They want to look at even their competitors and seeing, all right, what are their competitors offering? And really focus on the incentive because you want to you want to attract as many people as possible. And these days, you know, people are, um, you know, they want to get as much as they can, you know, no matter what sure. it is, that's that's the, the bottom line. But there is definitely something to say about how you brand it and the name that you come up with, because that can definitely stand out. Um, you know, these days, I think people are accustomed to going to a site, seeing your know, referral program or referral, pro- referral program links on other graphics on the site. So you're accustomed to seeing that. But, you know, if you do think outside of the box and think about something different, like you said, you, um, your buddy uh, with the Firestone, they have like a, a friends and family program. Definitely is a little different. It can definitely attract a little bit more attention because it stands out. It seems a little bit more personalized and make it, it makes it seem like they're pulling you in the brand is pulling you in to be part of their company or organization or you know corporate ambassador program vip ambassador so yeah there's definitely something to say about that um and i think when it comes what it comes down to is um you know just like anything you have to try certain things and, and then test the results and see what type of response because if you do go with one particular name that doesn't mean that you've got to stick with that for the life of your referral program. You can always pivot, call it something sure. else and see sure. what type of results you, you get. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think being creative is good. The way you, the way you brand things, it does make a, a difference. But uh, if I'm kind of reading between the lines here, you're maybe saying that structure incentive, the way you put it together, is probably more important than what you call it. As long as it's clear, you know what it is type of thing. So uh, I, I like it. Um, I'll let you maybe if you have any other points there on the referral program, but then I'm also curious, you know, when do you then say, okay, I, I've really got this in place where my existing customers are referring. I've got the viral loop in place so that new customers, they're going to be incentivized and asked to bring referrals. So then when do we kind of branch out into influencer land and then, because you can kind of use in some ways, some of the same systems and same, same, platform, software, all that, uh, when, when you look yeah. at influencer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a great question because, yeah, when you're, since you've already got these processes in place and the structure for your referral program, you've got the affiliate program, uh, there's not that much else that you need to do as far as the structure and the processes are in place to manage the influencer program. Um, the next thing that you have to focus on if you're looking to kick that off is really, you know, how do you get these influencers? I think that's the really the focus of, of where you're going to spend a lot of your time is getting those right influencers. Um, you know, of course, all of us would love, you know, anybody that has an e-commerce brand would love the likes of a Kim Kardashian or a Paris Hilton or any of the huge celebrities these days to promote their brand. But, you know, unless you have you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay them in commissions, it's not going to happen. That, that's really the bottom line. You know, we can, you know, dream all day, but to, we have to be realistic. But that's where kind of the beauty of influencer marketing is that a lot of people don't think about. There are tons of influencers that are in, you know, just all different levels, really. Um, and really, it really breaks down to, um, the type of influencers you want to go after. I, I'd like to, to break it down into categories as follows, which would be initially just a regular local influencer. A local influencer will really just be anybody that probably is within your, you know, social media sphere that has about zero to a thousand followers. Um, 
You can definitely look through who's already following you, see what niches they're in and see would they be right for approaching and, and letting them know about your influencer program. Um, the next level is going to be the, the micro-influencers, which are anybody that has about 1,000 to 10,000 followers. And if you can kind of reach these people, you can definitely do your own kind of grassroots searches and just look at the various follow level, follower levels. And the good thing is today, there's a ton of influencer marketing databases and services out there where you can you know, maybe do some initial free searches, but then you can pay a, a monthly fee to get access to these databases that have everything broken down on, on influencers in certain categories. You'll be able to see the amount of followers they have across all of their different networks. You'll be able to see what niches that they are in that they promote. Um, you name it, all the information is there. So you can use any, those any tools. Specific, uh, any specific tools you recommend there, Arlen? Yeah, there's a there's a ton. Um, I mean, one is just influencer.com is one service that you can check out. Another one is influencer.co, influence.co. You know, those are a couple ones that are easy to remember that you can check out. But all you need to do is just do a simple Google on influencer marketing services and you'll you'll get a ton of results. There's there's like a new database popping up every day from every from what sure. I've seen. Sure. Totally makes um, sense. Yeah, so you can you can go that route. But um, you know, you don't even have to be that sophisticated. If you're just trying to see where this is going to go, you're not sure where it's going to go. I mean, you can just do your own, you know, like I said, grassroots searching. And um one strategy that I recommend is in the social networks, like especially Instagram, just do some hashtag searches on certain queries that would be applicable for your business. For example, let's say you're in the fashion space, um, a specific hashtag that you could use, let's say you're in the Chicago area, you could do a, a search for hashtag Chicago fashion blogger. And believe it or not, the last I checked, I think you're going to get about 10,000 or so results of that hashtag being used. And you have to think about it. That's a specific hashtag. Not everybody is going to be using that hashtag in post unless they're either a blogger or influencer or, you know, they're in, in, somehow affiliated with somebody in that um, sense. And so once you get these results, you know, you get somebody on your team to go do, do the due diligence, do the follow-ups, get them in your CRM and just start approaching them, just letting them know, you know, you've launched an influencer program, you're interested to see if they'd be interested in, in promoting your brand and this is what you could offer them and, you know, just go go about it that way. Awesome. And then in, in terms of, and I want to get to talking about your your software here in a minute and, and any other tips that you have, but um, any any way you would speak to how do we make it easier for how do we make it easy for influencers to to promote our brand, our product? Are we are we giving them graphics and, and materials and 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 talking points or or how are we making their process, their their job easier as an influencer? Gotcha, gotcha. And you, you, kind of, you kind of nailed it. Just like with the affiliates that I mentioned earlier, and even your referral program, you, you got to provide them with as many tools as possible uh, so that they can promote effectively and they don't have to go around guessing. Because if they, if they have to run through too many hoops, they're not going to do it. They're not going to promote your brand. And so, yeah, as a brand, number one, if you are selling a product, definitely get them that product. Send them the product. Let them get their hands on it. Um, have them record some unboxing videos. Those are the big things of today. These unboxing videos. Have them do a review. 
Um, you know, you want them to be seen with your particular product across their social, excuse me, social channels. Um, secondly, um, if you have photos and specific high quality posts that you think that they would be appropriate for them on certain networks, definitely get that to them. Whatever graphics or, you know, product photos that you have, you want to make sure that they have that so that they can easily share that. So get that to them. Um, you know, if you've got uh, other, let's say you've even created videos about your particular product, make sure that they have access to that. Or, you know, if they want to point a video uh, to their following, they can do that. So all of that, you definitely want to make sure that they have access, uh, you know, to that so that, you know, when they're thinking about promoting your brand or just starting to promote in general, you're going to be your brand will be top of mind because they already have all of this material and they make it easier. Um, yep, for so them. They're, they're, then, they're educated, they know what to say, and they've got materials they can share if, if they want to. Yeah, go, go ahead. Ex exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, these days, because there's so many channels to promote, and especially since we're, we're kind of, everybody's living in this virtual world now because not a lot of face-to-face -face interaction happening these days because of the COVID-19 um, that's uh, kind of affecting everyone. Um, there's, these influencers these days are, are are hitting the the digital airways more than ever, you know, through um, creating their, you know, through promoting on their YouTube channels or promoting on podcasts. They're out there virtually. So what you want to do definitely is also provide them with uh, specific, unique promo codes that they can share. And then make sure on the back end you have the proper mechanisms for tracking the use of those codes because, you know, when somebody's on a podcast and they're talking about a particular brand, you want to make sure that that influencer gets credit. So the best way to do that is give them a promo code that they can mention. So they can mention your brand, they can mention the promo code, um, and then you'll be able to track if it's used. And the same thing goes for Instagram because, you know, with Instagram, since, you you know, unless the influencer has more than 10,000 followers, they can't put any type of uh, clickable links uh, in their either Instagram stories or their posts. Um, so you want to allow them to use promo codes that they can just mention. And when people see your brand and go to your brand site, they'll think about using that code so that it totally makes sense. Influencer yeah. Think of credit. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, kind of two things I want to want to wrap up with, and I'll let you kind of pick where you want to start here. I would love to hear any kind of quick case studies, you know, people you've worked with, and I know you may have to be discreet about either brands or metrics or or whatnot uh be as specific as you can you know without violating any any uh, confidentiality there but we'll love to hear some case studies and then let's also talk about your software right because we kind of we kind of see how this could all play out certainly we can maybe use spreadsheets and generate our own codes and stuff like that that sounds like a lot of work i think a, a specific tool software uh, would be the way to go. So I want to hear about your software too. So which which would you like to start with? Want to talk software? Or want to talk case studies? Sure, I'll, I'll start off with the case studies. Um, yeah, those are always in, in, interesting just to, to see the the kind of breadth of this. You know, a lot of times people um, don't really realize the impact or the um, you know bang for the buck that they can get from word of mouth marketing. But I think when you when you see the amount of companies that are using it from small to, to just large, then you really see that it's something that every brand really has to get a, be a part of. And so I'll start with one of our customers, one of our top customers, 
actually, it is a brand called Incorporate, incorporate.com. They provide business incorporation services for businesses worldwide. So you know, if you're looking to start a business and set up an LLC or you know, set up an INC, they're, they're one of the top brands for, for doing that. And they use our software you know, for their customer referral program. And they also use it for an affiliate program. And so I mentioned them because they're kind of really at, you know, at the, at the top is because, you know, they've helped over a million, millions of businesses, you know, in the U.S. to create a corporation over the years. And so they obviously see the value of it. They've been a customer of ours for, for quite a long time now and um, are steadily use, using that to, you know, increase not only their, you know, conversions from affiliates and from their customers, but um, for just overall brand awareness. And that's the, the second piece to this that I think is essential. And especially with a brand like that, that has so much exposure, brand awareness is you can never have too much awareness of your particular brand. So yeah, they're a great uh, initial case study um, that I want to share. Um, and then, you know, uh, secondly, um, we've got uh, some other brands that have been with us for, for quite a while now. I've got a particular brand um, that sells a unique, um, I would want to call it an herb. It's called maca. Uh, it is a, uh, and their they're brand is called the maca team. And then basically what they sell is this particular unique brand, uh, herbal, I want to say kind of like a supplement that you can put in, you know, drinks, smoothies, things like that, or just use it as a regular supplement. And it's one of those considered superfoods. And, um, what they've done is they've done a, a great job growing this by finding a niche set of affiliates because it's considered a superfood. They've realized that these days, uh, personal trainers are, are not only working with people to improve their physicality, but a lot of times personal trainers also act as kind of a nutritionist for people. You know, people are, are looking at these trainers and be like, man, how did you get so fit? And, and what people don't really realize is that you know, uh, 90, 80, 90% of the fitness has to do with nutrition. And so Absolutely. they get a ton of Absolutely. questions. And so, yeah, what the market team has found is by approaching, you know, these uh, trainers and getting them on board as, a, as affiliates, they've been able to create really a, a great pipeline of new customers from the customers of these personal trainers. And so, yeah, those are some great um, cases awesome. that I'd like to highlight. I love it. And, and I think, uh, you know, almost any e-commerce brand, any product you're selling, whether you're in the skincare, supplements, automotive accessories, clothing, whatever, I, I think there's a, there's a, in fact, I know there's room for one of these strategies or all of these strategies, either customer yeah. referral program, influencer marketing, like I think every e-commerce brand should be, should be utilizing it to some degree. So let's, yeah. let's do this, Arlen, because we're kind of up against time. Let's talk about OSI Affiliate, your company, your software that you co-founded. How does it make this process easy? Kind of walk us through, you know, why we might consider it to run our, our programs. Gotcha. Great. I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Um, of course, uh, OSI Affiliate software is a, is a great tool if you want to launch a, a referral program, an affiliate program, or an influencer program. Any of those programs can be successfully managed in our software. Um, that's something you really don't want to you want to look at as well um, when you're you're kind of in the market to launching one of these programs. You want to find something that's going to be versatile enough to manage both or all three of these types of, of programs. 
And what we've done, because um, believe it or not, as a business, we've been in business for over 21 years now, actually a long time. Uh, the affiliate software actually has been around for about, about 15 of those years. Um, we, we've actually had a, a whole suite of solutions. Um, and then the affiliate software was one that really took off. So about 15 years ago, we closeted our other solutions and have gone full force with the affiliate software. So as you can imagine, in these 15 years, we've learned a lot and um, we've done a lot with the software. And, we, and one of the key things that we've done that I think sets us apart from our competitors is that we've spent a lot of time on determining what are the best features to have and not create a glut of features, which I think a lot of our our competitors fall short of. And they try to just flood the product with just so many features. And, you know, of course, it is good to be able to have a feature-rich product, but we've kind of have a different school of thought of that and decided that it makes a little bit more sense from the feedback that we've got from our customers that you have something that is going to have just really those main features that people are going to mainly primarily want to use. Because as you have those glut of features, it makes it um, difficult to navigate your product, makes it difficult to use it. Um, but yeah, with our software, you can easily get up and running for as low as $47 a month. We are, this is what our basic plan is. We give a 15-day free trial. Uh, once you get into our app, we have a, a really easy getting started wizard that steps you through creating your initial referral influencer or affiliate program, um, steps you through that process. Um, and then, you know, provide, we do also provide a fair amount of handholding because we do know that businesses these days are, are probably busier than they ever have been um, just trying to keep the lights on and trying to increase their sales. And so the last thing that they want to have to do is, is, is dig through a cumbersome software solution. And so that's why one of the things that also sets us apart is we offer an unlimited amount of one-on-one -on -one, uh, support sessions via Zoom. Uh, with our support team, our customer success team. So once you get going and you get your program up and running, we always recommend that our customers meet with our customer success team um, that can go through using the software, give you some recommendations, help you through some of the features, and you know get you on your on your way. And um, even after that, if you have any trouble or difficulty, you can always schedule uh, subsequent meetings. And so. Yeah, those are some of the things that um, I think uh, are, are important that I wanted to highlight that uh, yeah. set us apart from a lot of our competitors. I love it. You guys are true OGs in the space. Been doing this 15 years and in internet marketing years, that is a long, long time. And so <laughs> right. appreciate Absolutely. that. And it sounds like a really good value. And I, and I think just the ability to to chat with you, to chat with the rest of the team, you guys are very knowledgeable in this space. And you know, I think a lot of people listening smart marketers who they're doing great things with their e-commerce store. They get a general idea of how to run this. And so we've laid out a lot of good tips here, but you know, once they get into the specifics of their program and their business and hey, should I do this or that? It's nice to have someone that they can chat with and someone they can yeah. reach out to like your team, you and your team uh, to get to get that, that feedback and that support. So awesome. Well, Arlen, um, kind of as we wrap up, how can people, connect with you. So how can they learn more about the software and also uh, plug your podcast real quick if you'd like? Oh, yeah, no problem. And thank you for that. Um, the easiest way to get to our site to access our software, if you're looking to jump into the world of affiliate referral and influencer marketing, you just go to getosi.com and that'll take you right to our site. So that's just getosi.com to take you right to our site. 
Uh, if any listeners want to get a hold of me and you know pick my brain anymore about referral marketing, influencer marketing, or just anything in general, I'm always glad to talk to the business owners as they navigate you know these uh, turbulent times. Um, I'm, I'm always uh, interested in giving advice. Um, they can just check me out and get access actually to all of my social handles by just going to uh, my domain, uh, arlenrobinson.com. That's A-R-L-E-N robinson.com. And uh, you can uh, access my social handles there and get in touch with me there. Um, and then lastly, as uh, Brett, you mentioned and appreciate that, is uh, if you want to hear some other e-commerce marketing strategies, um, if you want to hear Brett, who was on our show, <laughs> you can definitely go to um, ecommercemarketingpodcast.com to access our podcast and all of our episodes. And then even access, uh, of course, our whole library of past episodes of close to 200 on any podcast platform from Apple Podcasts to Spotify, you name it, you can find us there. Awesome. Arlen Robinson, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was a ton of fun, Arlen. I am motivated and inspired uh, to do more referral marketing and, and blend that with some affiliate or influencer marketing. And so, hey, man, really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for dropping some knowledge. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you, Brett, for having me. It was a ton of fun for me as well. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, as always, we would love to hear from you uh, that are tuning in. Hey, reach out to us on the socials. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Give us some show ideas. And hey, if you haven't already, we'd love that review on iTunes. Five stars if you feel like we've earned it. Helps other people discover the show and uh, we make my day. And so with that, uh, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on resources and guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.